0: Welcome to the From Goals to Growth podcast. I am your host, Valencia Thompson. The From Goals to Growth podcast is an extension of Glittered and Goals. Glittered and Goals is a women's mental health and wellness community. And the From Goals to Growth podcast helps support that. We are here to bring you clarity and confidence and we do that through community. So welcome to the show. I'm really excited that y'all are tuning in with me this week. I have a really exciting um, show for you lined up. I have one of my friends on the show. I say that every week because I feel like everyone when I talk to, her, I'm like, this is one of my friends. <laughs> and it's always that way. But um, today I have an exciting guest for you, Camille Wimbush. And she is an actress, a humanitarian. Some of you may remember her, of course, from her role as Vanessa on the Bernie Mac show. But I wanted to have her on the show today so that we can get to know her a little bit better for being Camille and not as her character, Nessa. So welcome to the show, Cam. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. So a little bit of backstory before we get into this. Um, Camille and I are friends through one of our mutual friends and we met maybe I think like three years ago or so now. Um, I was visiting one of my friends in LA. They're both from LA and we met and from that point on it was just kind of like okay so this is gonna be a cool little situation like (laughs) we're all (laughs) it was just like It was, it was just, I feel like it was just fun. Like we just had fun from like the first time that we met and it's just been history ever since. And so I just wanted to have her on the show today to talk to y'all, like I said, more about who she is as a person, as herself and not as a character since she is an actress. So yeah, welcome.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I'm excited for this because, you know, with our history, I feel like This is more like a girlfriend's chat, but it's going to be fun. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I feel that way, too. I feel like this is just an extension of the girlfriend's chat. So I gave my little intro of who you are, but I would like to have you introduce yourself in your own words.
1: Okay. Well, this is always the awkward part, like talking about yourself. Uh, (laughs) But my name is Camille Winbush. I am an actor, a dog mom. Uh, An interior design enthusiast (laughs) and
0: trying to figure out who I am as a person in general. Awesome. Awesome. That's a great intro. And I think that that is a great segue into our conversation because um, as y'all know, if you've been listening to the podcast these past few weeks, I've had different guests on here and we've been talking about gaining clarity and confidence. As I mentioned earlier, I'm the creator of Glittered and Goals, which is a mental health and wellness um, focused community. And it is a women focused community. And I think that that's what most of us are doing is like trying to like get to know and relearn the different versions of ourselves especially as we get older and um so today we're going to be talking about facing fears and also about quieting the critics in our lives and so yeah let's just get right into it friend so right (laughs) as someone who has been in the public eye for a long time how do you describe the experience of being a public figure or just being someone that has eyes on you all the time
1: well I started acting when I was two years old. So I've always kind of been in the public eye, but growing up, it didn't really feel that way to me because it was just something so familiar that was my normal. Um, But as I got older, I started to realize, oh, people are watching what you do, how you act, You know, there's always eyes on you. So it's definitely been an interesting transition of not being aware of it and just going through my daily life, doing whatever to, okay, you got to be careful what you say. Like, you can't get caught doing this. You can't say this. So I'm trying to find the balance of being my normal self, but also carefully navigating this social world, because whatever you do will get shared in half a second.
0: In no time. In no time. Like, we see it every, literally every day. Like, we have these glimpses into people's lives that really ain't none of our business, but... (laughs) It's our business because we got social media, and then everyone feels entitled to explanations. everyone feels entitled to like knowing different things about you and so I can only imagine how that's been for you because I'm no celebrity in any way, but just being in a public setting and having a public platform just over the past four years of doing glitter and goals there's people who locally like feel like they know me and in real life I'm like I don't even know all these people you know like and so you know being in public and have somebody like oh you know don't you do glitter than golds or whatever and it's kind of like yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) and so I can only imagine on the level of having like literally millions of people knowing your name and like knowing your face and having to like navigate what that feels like so As an entertainer, I'm sure that you've had many fears that you've had to face. And um, how would you you say that you've been able to go about facing things that have scared you? Because we're talking about facing fears with grace. How has that looked like for you as you've been navigating your career? Well,
1: to be honest, I'm still figuring that out. And I think... The older you get, the more self-aware or even self-conscious that you become. Yeah. And it's it's tough because I think especially being an actor whose livelihood depends on people's judgments, mm. that fear of rejection can get pretty severe. Mm-hmm. Um it's It's a tough business to be in. on top of just living a regular life. Um, you kind of get sucked into caring about what people think, mm-hmm. because one, you depend on those opinions to put food on your table. And also, it starts to make you put more value on yourself based on how others see you. Mm-hmm. So for me, I am in the process of learning that living in fear only makes people's judgments worse. Mm -hmm. It's like when a shark smells blood in the water. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I'm reminding myself daily that the only opinion that counts is mine. Mm -hmm. And I spend more time Worrying and afraid of who's going to say what what's going to happen all the ands the ifs the what ifs that I'm not living
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you said something like you said it's hard like those judgments like your livelihood is dependent on those judgments and that was a word because like that's not most people's reality like I don't think people really stop to like think about that reality for people that are in the entertainment industry. And I think that we get so selfish and like self-centered as like consumers of entertainment that we feel like entertainers owe us something when in reality it's like, yes, it's a job, but at the same time, it's like, you still have, you're a real person. And I think that that is just such a hard thing to like juggle back and forth with because it's your livelihood, but it's also your life. So that's a good point. I'm glad that you touched on that. Um, I guess the spinoff question from that is, what advice do you have from someone who's listening, who wants to do something scary, maybe for the first time, but has not made that first move? Like, what would you tell them in this moment?
1: I would say, just go for it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you really have nothing to lose but fear mm. like there have been so many things that I've wanted to do, but didn't because I was afraid. And now I'm starting to do those things. And my only regret is not doing it sooner.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like even if it's something that I'm not good at, or I end up not liking now, yeah. I know and it's such a breath of fresh air And such a release to just be like, okay, I did it. And I'm still here. I'm okay. Now let's move on to the next thing.
0: Yes. You have nothing to lose but fear. That's a word. And (laughs) I think (laughs) it is because I feel like that's so like relatable because even, okay, I'll take even this podcast, for example, I've had so many people who say like, I've been wanting to start a podcast, but I'm scared. How did you do it? And I'm like, y'all, I'm literally just doing it. Like, I don't (laughs) really have no formula for you. Like I just bought some equipment on Amazon and here we are, you know, but like you said, like the more you do something or just doing it, you lose some of that fear because now like this, for example, it's not really scary. It's fun. It's something that I've realized that I just enjoy doing it. And if I had have held on to that fear of like, I'm not going to do it until I have X amount of followers and I'm not going to do it until I have like the best equipment or whatever, then it's like, I would have been missing out on an opportunity to do something that I've really grown to enjoy. So I agree. Like you have nothing to lose, but the fear, whatever word (laughs) okay okay so let's talk a little bit about criticism because we talk. we kind of started to get into it but do you think criticism plays a part in facing our fears and how do you navigate the critics in your life how do you like how do you put that stuff in perspective
1: well I definitely think that criticism is a huge part of fear. Um, Especially now, like people can say any and everything they want about you on the internet. And then it suddenly becomes law, you know, like it becomes fact. Um, So especially for me, I think that I've held back a lot because I was afraid of, what people would say or how it might look to somebody whose opinion might count down the line. Um, But I think it was Ice-T, I read a quote where he said that the people that judge you the strongest are the ones who know you the least, Mm -hmm. basically something like that. Yeah. So you have to remember that, it's easy to make a snap judgment and nine times out of 10, those people don't know you, they don't know your story, the situation and it's easy to say something and then move on. But you can't let those things stick with you because one, if you do, it'll weigh on you so heavily. And it'll just drag you down until you start to believe those things and you can't even function.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: So my mom always says, let it
0: roll off your back, like water off a duck's back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, mama. That's a word. (laughs) You know, I can definitely understand that too because, you know, growing up, and I would even say like, in particular for Black women, because I can only speak from the perspective of a Black woman. Like, yes, I'm a woman. Yes, I'm a Black person, but I'm a Black woman. And I think we are brought up in a way, some, I'm gonna, not everyone, obviously, but sometimes it's like you kind of have to approach the world like you have to be careful because like, someone whose opinion may matter down the line may think that you're this way and not take you seriously or like for me it's like if someone sees me out turning up with my friends then maybe they'll think that my words have less value you know and whatever so it's like I too have to like check myself when I am holding back on who I am because I'm afraid to be judged. Because let's be real, everyone has some type of fear of judgment. I don't care what no one says because at the end of the day, we all wanna be accepted in some capacity and by somebody. Like, it may not be that you just want to be accepted by the world because who cares? But like, we all want to be accepted in some capacity. So I think people that say that they just don't care, I think that maybe that's not all the way true because while opinions may not, everyone's opinion may not hold a lot of weight, but sometimes certain peoples can. And it does impact the way that we navigate the world. But like, what you said earlier, as we get, I don't even want to say older. I want to say like, as we gain more clarity, because that's kind of like my theme for the year is like clarity and confidence. Gaining more clarity will allow me to be more confident in the way I show up in the world. And that's kind of what I've been sharing with the community too. It's like when we get clear, because it's not always getting older, because it's a bunch of people that's old and just You're right. (laughs) Yeah, they just (laughs) old. So I I will challenge us to say like you know. Yes, sometimes it does come with age and experience, but also it just comes with like um, being mindful about getting clear on who we are and who we want to be. And I think that that can like help us to get to the point where the opinion that matters is ours because we're more clear on who we are. So the noise around us is less loud, I guess. It, and that that's kind of how I think of it, too. So I also wanted ahead. to um, just take a step. Back a little bit because you
1: were saying you were talking about your experience as a black woman. Mm -hmm. And I know for me growing up, I was literally told that you cannot do certain things that other people might do Mm -hmm. and get away with it because you are black. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't
1: judge you on the same playing field that other people might be judged so that also stuck in my head, like, "Oh, I want to do this, but I know if yeah. I do." Yeah, so wow, and like how <laughs> did that
0: in- how did that influence like your career growing up? like, did you feel that as like a um a weighing factor in your career at all?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. um it affected the auditions I went on, the roles that I wanted to take, um, you know, black women are sometimes seen and written in a certain light that is not always positive. Mm -hmm. So I have always been very careful to not get thrown into a box because Mm -hmm. I feel like once you're seen in a certain light, it's really hard to step out of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: especially As an actor, like, yeah, you might work, but you'll probably be playing the same role over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's had a big effect on how I navigate Hollywood.
0: Yeah. And I just want to ask you, because of course, like I said earlier, I want people to get to know you for you and not as a character. And obviously everyone knows you most notably from like being Nessa from the Bernie Mac show. Like you are Vanessa in people's minds. How does that, I always wonder like how does that impact your real life when you know that certain people see you as a character? How does that influence the way that you move throughout the world?
1: Well, there's layers to it because on one hand I am grateful to have that recognition and to know that I played the role so well that (laughs) people really think that's who I am. Like people literally call me Vanessa on the streets and I'm not going to lie. I respond to it. (laughs) 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 But there are times when I'm like, y'all know that's, that's not me like that was a character like I'm not related to these people at <laughs> all <laughs> oh so, my goodness it's a fine line between frustrating and gratefulness
0: yeah like frustrate like frustrating and like I guess like flattery in the sense too like it's like it's great I can see that I can see that okay. So, to kind of bring it back to what we were talking about with like the criticism aspect, how do you keep yourself grounded when um those overwhelming moments may come? Like when when you want to clap back in the comments, like, what like how do you reel yourself back in and what are some like things that you can share that maybe we can take away from when we want to like respond or react? How do you bring yourself back in and stay grounded?
1: Well, my dad always told me that you can't argue with someone who doesn't listen. Mm. Ain't that the truth? (laughs) (laughs) So as much as I want to go back and forth with people it it won't do anything. It'll just be never ending. And it might make you feel good in the moment. Like, yeah, I, I got him. But then mm-hmm. they'll just come back with something else silly and you got to start all over. So <laughs> it just turns into a vicious cycle. And in the end, you're more exhausted than you would be if you had just ignored it, which yeah. is not always easy to do because... You know, if somebody is punching you in the stomach, eventually you're going to block that shot or hit
0: back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I I would say it also is probably like some discernment in there, too, because I think that a lot of the times we we are just conditioned to tolerate so much from other people. And some of it is, you know, probably most of it is worth ignoring. And then sometimes you you have that like, yeah, but you really got me messed up. <laughs> you know, right. because like, I've def- you got you to gotta go there. Sometimes you're going to block the shot, but sometimes I'm going to have to just, you know, hit you back. And <laughs> I think, I think I'll say, I don't think either one is wrong depending on the situation. Because it is okay and I want to say this especially to women because we tolerate so much and we're told to just be like meek and just be a lady and be humble and all of this stuff and it's like yeah why you keep jumping on me while you got your foot on my (laughs) neck
1: like you want me to
0: just say nothing so I think too like yes because I agree like most of the things ignore it. And then sometimes we, uh, that's when we have to tap into like our discernment and know when it's worth it. So maybe in the comment section, it's not worth it. But maybe if somebody is like in person, like saying something, being disrespectful, being able to say like, Hey, what we're not going to do is that, like, you know, you're Mm going to have to stop talking to me like that or whatever. And also like, for those of us who feel, um, more more empowered to do so speak it up for other people too that may not be in a space where they even know what to do because like we have like fight flight or freeze and I've even been in situations I'm not one not to have words but I've been in situations where someone has made me feel so uncomfortable that I like have no words you know yeah. and it's like that is the most vulnerable way to feel and I think in those times, like those of us who have voice, like remembering that we can speak up for each other, like if given the opportunity as well.
1: Yeah, that that takes me back to not too long ago, I was catching a lot of heat for starting an OnlyFans page. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I clap back a little bit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but people kept saying like, why are you giving them any of your energy? Like just ignore it, just ignore it, let it go. Mm-hmm. But my thing was say what you want. That's fine. I know who I am. I know my truth. But that doesn't make it okay for people to say any and everything about you or anybody. Yeah. Absolutely. And I I was I was reminding people that it takes nothing to be kind. And that was my main reason for clapping back, you know, like you like, yes, ignore most of it, but that doesn't make it okay for people to say whatever they want and get away with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. And I know we definitely had conversations like in the group chat, like, look, look now, <laughs> you know, and because it is, it is, I will say just from like our friendship being more recent, like in the past couple of years, but like seeing some of that stuff, that stuff be making you mad because it's like, you don't even know her. Like you don't, you don't know anything about this person, but people feel so emboldened. And so I do think, I think that it's like quite necessary sometimes to be able to weigh it and be able to if it's worth it to you I would say that like if you feel like it's worth it to you it, to speak up and if that is going to make you feel you know solidified in that moment then I would say do it do what you need to do to defend and up for yourself in that moment absolutely okay so Next question I have here is kind of, we kind of touched on it before, but I'm still going to ask it here. Um, and like I said, in the Glittered and goals community, we are currently focusing on facing our fears with grace, like gracefully approaching the topic of being afraid. So in your words, what does it mean to face fears with grace?
1: To me, that means to be steadfast in your convictions. Mm. Like whatever it is that you decide to do, be confident about it and move forward. Don't let people change your mind or make you doubt yourself or whatever Mm. decision that you've made. Um, I think self-doubt is one of the biggest, dream killers Mm. there is yeah and to to move through life with an air of confidence is one of the most beautiful and graceful things that you can do Mm -hmm. um and there there is a difference between confidence and cockiness yeah (laughs) so
0: You got to find
1: balance, but when you do, ugh, it just turns you into a, a completely different person.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, y'all. Uh, this is always the part of the show where I tell you that we're running out of time. <laughs> and <it's laughs> no. always it always feels like that because I feel like the time just goes by so fast, right? So, okay, we are running out of time but something I wanted to start doing in the show because we are focusing on clarity and confidence um I want you to tell me what does it like when do you feel the most clear and confident
1: um I feel the most clear and confident when honestly when I sit by myself in the sunshine and just take in nature and I'm just able to breathe and release everything that has been bothering me. And it just sets
0: me on a new path. Yes. I love that. Similar. Like I feel that way too. Yesterday, actually I took a mental health day and I just went to the park and I just like wanted my feet to be like on the ground. Like I know it's like been like this, everybody's like knowing about like grounding now and you're seeing people walking with their shoes off, but it really is something to just putting your feet like, firmly on the ground, whether you're at the beach, like that's why we feel so like rejuvenated when we've been outside and been in nature. It's like you reset. It's like you literally feel like you reset. So I also feel clear when I'm doing those things. Okay friends. So I wish that we could keep the conversation going because we could just talk all night, but we're almost out of time. However, for those who are listening, this episode will be dropping on Friday, which is the 26th, um, March 26th. Um cam is going to be Hosting a masterclass for the Glitter and Goals from Goals to Growth Collective, and that is going to be happening next Wednesday, which is March thirty first. So you can continue this conversation with us. We'll basically be talking about the same topic but going a little bit deeper, and we'll be having group discussion, Q and A time, all that good stuff. So if you want to continue this conversation, you can actually grab a masterclass pass. I started doing the masterclass passes because I realized that for some people, committing to like the monthly membership may seem intimidating, especially if you've never been a part of something like Glitter Goals and you don't really know what to expect and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to commit to a whole month. I don't even know like what to expect. So I thought that by giving y'all a glimpse into the collective through um, being able to witness what the masterclasses are like um, once a month. Um, this month we have two actually, um, but it's a great way for you to be able to experience this community and also be able to speak to um, the guests in a a really intimate and cool setting. So if you want to be a part of that, you can go to www.glitterandgoals.com and check out the link where you can get your masterclass pass. So thank you again, Cam, for being on the show. Is there anything you want to add about the masterclass, about anything that we've discussed so far?
1: Um, I think this is a really great conversation and an important one, especially for women. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope, You will join us at the masterclass. It's going to be great. And I look forward to talking with everyone and continuing this conversation.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And before we wrap up, let the people know where they can keep up with you. And if you have anything that you want to tell us about, now's the time to do it. So you can
1: find me on all the socials. Um, Instagram, Twitter, only fans, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, my link tree has everything with all of my info and all the announcements of things to come, uh, at candidly cam.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being a guest on the show. I was looking forward to this so much because we just always have really great conversations, and I'm glad that I was able to share with y'all the Glittered and Goals from Goals to Growth podcast listeners. And again, I'm your host, Valencia Thompson. You can follow me on social platforms at Realdo. That's F R O R E A L D O E. And you can also follow the Glittered and Goals community at Glittered and Goals. This has been the From Goals to Growth podcast. Thank you for listening till next time, y'all. Bye-bye.